This is the Juro Synchro Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's episode. I'm joined today not only by a guest, but also a friend of mine. We're starting in Scotland and then taking a trip across the pond to Canada. My guest today is Molly Coxon, former Solway Stars and Team Nexus skater. Welcome to the Juro Synchro Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. Today from Wales, in the United Kingdom, with Sophie Ekstrom Gab. Hello Molly and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. Uh, hi, I'm very excited to be here as well. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Really excited to have you as my guest um, and dive into a bit of your skating life, really. Um, now, we have crossed paths briefly um, in Synchro, and I thought it would be nice to talk about where you started. So how did you get into skating, and when did you start Synchro? Um, so I started skating when I was seven. Um, went through the, the Learn to Skate program in Dumfries, which the synchro community kind of know as the home of Trophy de Cars. <laughs> um, so yes, my home rink is Dumfries Ice Ball. Um, and when I was 10, I started synchro um, with Solway Eclipse and then eventually progressed to, to Solway Stars. Um, and kind of throughout that time, I was getting introduced to the world of synchro. And um, over the years, I kind of realized that it spanned way beyond our little rink in Scotland um and I just fell in love with the sport um yeah amazing and how many seasons did you do with Solway Stars how when did you join their junior team and then when was it that you kind of ended with them um it's a little bit foggy because I skated a few seasons as a crossover with Solway Stars um but I definitely did maybe like four seasons with them and my last and with them was the 2016-17 season. Amazing. And any of like your favourite memories from skating there? Obviously, I know it's your home rink and Trophy de Cos is one of the most famous competitions in Synchro, um, known for obviously being an international as well. But any of your like favourite memories from skating in your home rink? Um, that you um, I mean, uh, skating at Trophy de Cos was always a special time, um, mm-hmm. getting in front of a home crowd and if anyone's been to the competition before, it's not the biggest rink. So people are just kind of backed up behind this, the <laughs> boards and it's a really special environment in there. So I mean, it was usually our last competition of the season as well. So you'd get to kind of show how hard you'd worked and, and yeah. the final product of your programs. Um, but I like as much as I loved competing, I always loved the training and the process mm-hmm. of starting with, with nothing and then ending with this beautiful program or two with junior um so yeah i don't know a bit of both yeah. bit of both. amazing and obviously then after being in solo you went into senior and now you obviously started senior in my home rink um, which is where we kind of cross tell yeah. us a little bit about how you started senior and obviously being in my rink <laughs> um so yeah so in that 2016-17 season my last season um, I really wanted to get some senior experience because mm-hmm. my goal of one day skating and next a senior was really kind of getting to me. I really want, I didn't know if it would ever happen, but I knew that I needed to get a little bit of experience beforehand if, if I were to make mm-hmm. that work. Um, so I, yeah, I approached, it was team spirit back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, um, talked to Kat and was able to get, Kat was a coach, um, 
and was able to join Team Spirit. But I also skated the Solway Stars. So mm-hmm. I'd hop on the train to Cardiff every mm-hmm. week or two, which is like a seven-hour train journey, mm-hmm. um, skate with them, and then obviously train with, with Solway still. And sometimes we would be at different competitions. Sometimes we'd be at the same competition, which was obviously a very um, quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe two teams in between or something, so very hectic. Mm-hmm. Um but I really, I really liked the the challenge that it gave me, and it just made me want mm-hmm. to continue on that journey to skating at the top level even more. Amazing. And when is it that you auditioned for Nexus? How many years did you do with, or how many seasons did you do with Team Spirit before Nexus was the audition and the amazing achievement of getting in and starting your time with Nexus? Um, so I only skated one season with Team Spirit, um, and then my a little bit of an unconventional route to to joining Nexus, but um, I'd been to a couple of the summer camps in the past um, over in Canada. Um, Nexus holds like an annual skills camp. Um, So I'd kind of, I'd got to know some of the skaters and Nexus had come to Trophy de Cos a couple of times. So again, got to know some of them a little bit more. Um, And I'd crossed paths with with Shelley, the head coach, a few times. So um, at the 2017 Trophy de Cos, um, I asked if I could speak to her. Um, I was very scared to do it because I just didn't know what the outcome was going to be. But mm-hmm. they asked her if she ever thought that um, I could, I would be good enough to skate with Nexus Senior one day. Um, and she said yes. <laughs> and then she started doing a, a year in Nexus Junior first. Um, and then we'd kind of see what would happen from there. Um, so she put me in contact with Trish, the head coach of Nexus Junior, um, where I sent an audition video to her, um, and then later on got a a place in the team, but this was in my penultimate year of high school. So it was a bit of a big decision whether or not to stay for my last year, um, and then go after that or to just try really hard to do well in my exams (laughs) that year and then just go straight to it. Um, and then once I got the place in junior, I just decided that it was going to happen. I'd make it work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Molly has experience skating not only in the UK, but also in Canada, two very different countries and very different two skating styles. So I thought it would be a good chance to talk about her time in Canada and some of the things she's learned over there. So what was it like training and living in Canada, also starting in the junior um, category? Um, it was definitely an adjustment. Um, I was only 17 when I moved over there. So mm-hmm. I moved without family. I moved on my own. Um, and I was put up with a, a family with um, one of the girls that skated in the team at the time, um, the Oars. Um, and I was only supposed to stay with them for a year, but we really got on really well. Um, and Tegan, um, my old teammate, we got on like she's basically like a sister to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just got on like a house on fire. So I ended up staying with them for the whole time, um, for the whole three years that I was in Canada. But um, it was definitely difficult to say bye to my family over here and my friends and especially now that my, well, my friends would be doing another year at school. And um, yeah, but it, it helped being in a, in a family environment over there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the homesickness was real. And then... <laughs> As much as I tried to emulate the Nexus style in my skating, um, it, there's nothing quite like just being thrown in it and having to mm-hmm. just yeah like work 
like super hard to be able to to match up with everyone. Um, my first year on junior, it was a relatively new team. Um, there were like five returning skaters, so um, it was definitely a building year, and we were yeah. um, we were all learning together. So that was quite a nice um, experience as, as well, and we ended up getting really close through that. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I definitely loved my year in junior and I and I think it gave me so much doing that first um mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily on my radar to begin with until it had been suggested to me but yeah I learned so much it was amazing to work with Trish and um mm -hmm. I when I moved up to senior the the following year a couple of the girls came as well so I already had a few friends on the team um so yeah lovely environment but completely different training style to to the UK way more ice time way more of an intense practice environment um mm -hmm. and traveling to all the different rinks like we were I was only used to training on one rink ever apart from my last season when I would travel to Cardiff but um yeah we would be all over the place just wherever we could get a big chunk of ice um yeah yeah Amazing, yeah, because Nexus are obviously known for their skating style. That's kind of pretty much, you know, their their main thing. When you think of Nexus, it is the way that they skate, and in my opinion, it's probably the most beautiful type of skating in the world. Um, and obviously, you've had it firsthand. So, yeah, I mean, it's like you've kind of briefly talked about it, kind of your transition from junior to senior, and obviously your transition of uk skating and uk training so obviously canadian style skating and the canadian way of skating over there what was your type of training schedule like on like um you know when you would have training was it just on ice or would you have other aspects of training as well um we it was mainly on ice that was our, our biggest block of training but we did have mm -hmm. on ice as well we would have um in junior we worked with a dance teacher quite a lot whether that was kind of fitness style exercises or working choreography throughout our routines um, mm -hmm. we were expected to keep up with our fitness on the side if nothing necessarily was timetabled um, mm -hmm. and then senior um, we definitely we had a bit more off ice we had um, a, like a ballet teacher but he kind of did a couple of things with us it was dance and different types of dance and fitness and pilates and just bunch of stuff rolled into one you'd really ache at the end of it and um, we had a personal trainer as well um and then in junior and senior you were expected to come to practice quite early to not only just warm up but to be able to go over everything little changes that you programs um and senior we would work on lifts before every practice um mm -hmm. and then you would stay for a substantial amount of time to do a proper cool down at the end as well Amazing. i don't know if um I am correct in this, but I know Annie's edges is one of the most famous skills or, you know, exercises that you do. Was there any other exercises that you've obviously learned being in Canada that like kind of your favorite ones or ones that you feel like you gained a lot of experience and skills with while being over there? Um, I mean, I, I'm a true believer that going back down to the basics and, and really getting a solid foundation is, the way to become the best skater that you can be and to really understand the blade and the edges and the body positions and how um, your knee action helps with things and your ankle bend and, and all of that stuff. Um, so I'd had a little bit of an insight into the skills in the past when um, I went over to the skills camp in the summer um, and we would do some of those exercises as well. But um, 
I guess, because Nexus is such an established team and um, Anne is just a, an icon in skating. Um, there's a lot of experience behind it as well. So there would be exercises that would come from, from years ago that maybe you didn't do as much the season before that, um, that were really interesting or sometimes something wasn't quite working in a program. So Anne would make up an exercise on the spot and I always found that really inspiring to be around because yeah. it would always help us in the end. She'd just make it up in like two minutes and then all of a sudden we'd <laughs> do what we were stuck on. So I think I liked being able to improve on the skills that I already knew, but just mm-hmm. having the, the versatility to be able to hop into something completely new was really exciting too. Yeah. And some of your teammates, when you did join senior, um, I mean, some of them had been there for years. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you had one of the longest reign in uh, Nexus yeah. and Crusaders yeah. when you were there. Was that something you also found um, really helpful? Is that something you did do was learn off of the skaters that have been there for a while, but maybe also um, the people that were new to the team as well as yourself? Um, yeah, I. you learn a lot from the coaches, obviously. Um, yeah, but so Kelly, um, was, she was on the team for ages and I had known her for um, a little while before that as well through camps and just her coming over to Dumfries, etc. Um, so I definitely would learn a lot from her, um, even skaters that had been on the team just a year longer than me. Um, and even skaters that had been on the team for the same time as me or when I had my second season senior who were first year skaters, we all just can bring something a bit different to the team, whether that's a certain skill or a personality trait or um, just just anything. I think it's, I just learn a lot from everyone, not only just the coaches, so yeah. Of course, no, definitely. And I think that's kind of what it is with a team sport, isn't it? Like you said, it's not always just a skating skill or a skill, it's also maybe learning things about yourself and, you know, learning things that, about people that you didn't know and you moving over there so young I can imagine that's probably only helped you with you know your life outside of skating as well as moving over there on your own and living in a different country on the other side of the world is probably a massive thing and obviously congratulations for you skating over there and obviously the big main part of your time in Nexus was your world's medal so what was that world's like for you and obviously the feeling of winning that world's medal um so it had always been an ambition of mine mm-hmm. to get to Nexus Senior but to win a world's medal that was that was always just a it almost seemed like an unattainable goal because I just it just seemed yeah so like I don't know it was I never thought it would actually happen mm-hmm. um but um I'd been to watch a couple of worlds in the past I went to watch uh the 2014 Crimea worlds um and the 2016 Budapest worlds um so I'd always loved the environment at Worlds and I knew that it would be completely different being a skater in it. Um, but what Nexus kind of teach you to do really well is to stay in this kind of bubble, um, mm-hmm. not to just to block out the, distra- the distractions around you and to trust your training and to just be at one with the team. Um, so as much as it was, it could have been a very overwhelming experience, um, the training that we had been given and the lead up to it really made me feel prepared for the event and um it was definitely um a bit scary getting onto the ice for the first time and it being a massive arena I think it was it was like sold out that year or something and um it was Helsinki and 
Finland is obviously a massive synchro country, so um, it was an amazing environment. But I think we all just got on the ice when you had a job to do, and um, the main goal was just to skate a clean, strong program. And mm-hmm. we were the last to skate after the short program. Um, so I knew when the scores came up that we had come third, and mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I was very happy. And then all of us were very happy. One of my favorite moments is, um, I don't know, usually you see Nexus pretty composed at the Kiss and Cry, and um, we do that intentionally, but we kind of broke it for a little bit there, and we just gave mm-hmm. Shelly a massive hug, and it was, it was a really special moment. Yeah, I vaguely remember um, coming home from that wheels in Finland, and I think we were in the airport together. Pedal on, and even I was a bit like, "Oh God, I know her, but I'm in a bit of awe." Like, (laughs) she's got this world medal. This is an incredible achievement, and I do remember bumping into your mum, you and your mum, in the airport with your medal on, which was, you know, lovely for me to see as well. So it's nice to see a UK skater be able to achieve that as well as, you know, not just knowing of you, but kind of knowing you as well, which is quite yeah. special. Yeah, I, uh, I wore, yeah, I did wear the medal in the airport. I was so proud of it. I was like, I am not taking this off for a little while. I don't blame um, you. You don't usually wear your medals around the house. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just wear it for a little bit while it still feels <laughs> not odd. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I probably would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Usually, you watch Synchro. Now, now, you may hear it. After having three amazing years in Canada with Nexus and coming home with a bronze medal, uh, Molly is back in Edinburgh for both her skating and her personal life. Now, you're back in the UK with some incredible experiences and achievements in Canada. What are you doing now that you're back home? Um, so the plan was always to just stay in Canada for three years. Um, mm-hmm. just the way that schooling works, I, that was kind of the, the time limit that I had. Um, and I am now at the University of Edinburgh studying medical sciences, um, which I'm really enjoying. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but I am enjoying it. Um, and I'm also helping out with my old team, Solway Stars, uh, Solway clips and Solway Comets a little bit as well, the younger teams, but mainly Solway Stars, the junior team. Um, and yeah, we have a competition next weekend, so I'll be going down there um, to Sheffield. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying this venture into the coaching life as well. I always knew that um, I wanted skating, skating to be a part of my life. And um, I, I guess my time in Canada only strengthened that and I couldn't just leave it and say goodbye, especially with COVID. It wasn't necessarily the ending that I wanted. Um, just with everything, the world's getting cancelled, etc. Um, so I've been really lucky to have the opportunity to be involved in, in my old club now. And is that something you were always planning on doing, whether it was for your old club, was coaching something that you would kind of always imagined yourself doing or kind of like you said maybe just fell into it at the right time um I think I didn't really know how big of a bigger part of my life I wanted it to be but mm-hmm. I would come I'd get to come home for about four weeks in between um the seasons and I would do like a couple skills with um with my home club then mm-hmm. and I quite liked that and every year when I would come back I'd had I would have more experience and more maturity to kind of contribute to it as well. So I think it just built upon and and um, just by the end of it, I actually really enjoyed coaching and I really enjoyed the process 
um, this year and getting more involved and being able to travel to competitions with the the girls as well. Um, yeah. And obviously with uni, I can imagine that is a very difficult subject to do and something that at the end of it will be a career kind of uh, job. Is coaching still going to be on your radar while you're in uni and just kind of helping with that one, you know, passing over the incredible skills you've probably learnt over? Is that something you're always going to constantly do at least for the next three years and possibly more? Um, It's hard to say because I don't really know what my life is going to look like in a few years time I don't know how big a part I want coaching to be and obviously like a medical sciences degree is very far removed from skating um but I do just I love the sport and I always want to be involved in it um and if I can stay really involved then I'll I'll be really happy but it just kind of depends I'm taking it um a year to time right now um I'm going to see where it goes I guess Amazing. Well, good luck for obviously uni and good luck for yourself and Sheffield. I'll also see you then next weekend. <laughs> so it'd be nice to bump back into each other. Obviously not as skaters, but as a coach and a skater. Um, so yeah, well, good luck obviously with your team and yourself now as the coach um, and your future plans for that wherever wherever they may lead you. Thank you very much. The Juro Synchro Podcast. It's the final part. Before we wrap up this week's episode, we're going to continue with our tradition of finishing on a short little game. Today's game, I've got um, to be very slightly different to maybe what we've done before, um, but we're going to play Who Am I? So, Mal, I'm going to describe five teams to you um, with facts about the team, um, obviously in disguise, so they're not too easy. Um, and you're just going to have to try and guess who the team is. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I hope so. (laughs) You'll be fine. The first one is, we sadly no longer skate together, but we did end our days winning a Wills medal in our home country, skating to a very flowing program. Who are we? Team Surprise Sweden. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Second one is, we competed for the first time a few years ago and attended our first Worlds Championships in the country of Finland. We might be known for our Vogue programme. Who are we? Um, I don't know the name, but it's China. Right? Yeah, yeah, I had to Google the name as well because I couldn't remember the name, yeah. but it is in China, so well done. <laughs> okay, the third one. Our home rink hosts Mozart Cup in Austria, and we're most known for being rather sweet. Who are we? Um, so it's, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, is it sweet? No, sweet Mozart? Sweet Mozart. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweet Mozart. Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing, three out of three so far. You're doing amazing. The fourth one is, we are ready for Elite 12 and the hopeful future of the Olympics. We are also known for our fun and exciting program themes. Who are we? 12. Um, I believe at the moment they're one of the only senior teams that is ready for Elite 12. It's Hayden X, so Hayden Elite um, and USA. Amazing, correct, four out of four. And the last one. In the last World Championships in Finland, we gained the we gained the greatest achievement of becoming the new fifth country able to send two teams in the next World Championships. Who are we? Um, Italy. It's the 
opposite of being cold. Oh, you're still cold. Shivers. shivers. <laughs> yeah, correct. Oh my gosh, my mind is blank. <laughs> well, amazing. You got five out of five. So congratulations. Well done. So I didn't think it was too hard. I hope yeah. it wasn't too hard. <laughs> my mind is through blanks. <laughs> I'm ready to see his face again, so I need to see their names. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I've loved diving into the skating journey of yourself and all of your greatest achievements. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. It's been really nice being able to share my experience a little bit. Um, and yeah, like you said at the beginning, not just with someone that I don't really know very well, but as with a friend. So um, yeah, really, really happy to have been here today. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're very welcome. So next week, the Express Show starts again, and then we're back with another episode of the Juro Synchro Podcast. Bye for now, and I'll catch you guys soon. Juro Synchro Podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. The musical theme of this show was created by scatmix.pro and Carl Hugo.